Middle East on the brink, North Korea on the brink, Iran increasing its aggression, elections in Taiwan. Look, there's a lot of global instability as we ourselves plunge into primary season. How have you sheltered your savings and investments from potential major setbacks to the economy? You think it can happen here? It can happen here, but it's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold. And Birch Gold Group can help you with that. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. As opposed to many other investments, Gold thrives in times of uncertainty. It is an important part of diversifying your savings. Now listen, here's how Birch Gold can help make it a part of yours. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold. And it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. You want to learn more? Just text SAVAGE to 989898 for a free info kit. S-A-V-A-G-E, text it to 989898 and you get a free info kit. It costs you nothing. Just text SAVAGE to 989898. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of happy customers, I encourage you to arm yourself with the knowledge of diversification through precious metals. Protect yourself. Text SAVAGE to 989898 and claim your free info kit. Protect your savings with gold. Do it now. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Thank you very much. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. Welcome to the free version of the Michael Savage podcast, and I'm going to keep it free for all of you. But there are many of you who would love to be able to listen to my show without any ads. I love ads, but many of you want to listen to the podcast free of ads. So we created something for you, a solution. We call it the Savage Premium. For less than the price of one flat, tasteless beer at your local bar, you can receive access to all of my podcasts going back years ad-free for just $3.99. That's at $3.99 a month. You'll get not only my ad-free podcast, but you will also occasionally receive access to material that is exclusive for members only, and I'm going to give you the list in a minute of what you've, what you've missed. You're going to get an occasional monologue from me, maybe a reading from one of my novels, sneak peeks of interviews before anyone else hears them, archive pieces dating back to 1994. Many things that come up, you're going to get exclusive access to Michael Savage material. Details can be seen on my website, michaelsavage.com, and if you want to join All you got to do is go to glow.fm and search Savage Premium. That's glow.fm and search Savage Premium. Now, you will always have access to my free weekly podcast. I want to be clear about that. That's my promise to you. But if you want less ads and more Savage, join the Savage Premium Club today and never miss a spoken word of mine. It's glow.fm slash Savage Premium. You can find it on michaelsavage.com. And here's some of the stuff that you have missed so far. Michael Savage reading from his best-selling novel, Countdown to Mecca. My words, my voice. Savage reads from one of his lost journals, Fiji, 1968. Savage's first drive-time show, Hour One. My interview with the Jewish gangster, very popular. I uh, read from my first written published article, Who Was at the Helm? 
from 1965. It's heard nowhere but on my premium site. I read passages from my novel, Abuse of Power. Uh, we replayed Fat Al's Tuna. My Savage Show from 324.94, the earliest show in the archive, 324.94. My interview with Donald Trump from 110.2011. 110.2011, while Mark Levin was mocking him and Sean Hannity was mocking him uh, and the others were mocking him, I was interviewing Trump. Much more. And remember, subscribers also get ad-free podcasts every week. The cost is less than a beer at a bar, and you get a better buzz with, with the Savage Premium. So go to, go to glow.fm slash Savage Premium for full access to ad-free podcasts and exclusive sound you'll not hear anywhere else. Thank you very much. Can you hear me now? Now take a walk. That's all. I'm stopping. I can't. I, I have no patience for anybody or anything anymore. That's all there is to it. I'm past having patience. I can't be polite. Please don't ask me how I am. If you ever call a show, I'm going to ask you. Don't say first time listener, 18 time caller. I'm wearing a, a pair of uh, loafers and my dog is, is flossy and she loves you. I, I'll hang up on you. Don't ask me how I am ever. And don't ever ask me, can I hear you? That's the two death knells on the show. Los Angeles, Brian, you're next. Go ahead, please. Hey, Mike. Uh, I just want to say that I actually really enjoyed Amadi Najad's speech. And uh, I'm glad that he had the opportunity to speak. And the only thing that I, that I noticed about it is uh, that this Columbia fellow cited the CFR as his source of information, which is uh, that group. Well, what is it that you liked about Hitler's speech? Well, I liked that he talked about God, and I liked that he talked about science and ethics. And I actually agreed with him on the point of how many of the women in Iran don't have the uh, same burdens that a man would have. I think it's, I think it's unfortunate. So you like a despotic Islamic regime. Why are you living in America then? No, I just, I like, I like other people's viewpoints. Like I'm not, I'm not a psychopath like you that, that only has to have uh, one. So I'm the psychopath, not you, but you love the Iranian system, but you're not there. So what does that make you? If not a psychopathic hypocrite, like, is I like, you, you tell me that you like Iran, but you're living here where you have total freedom to tell me what you think. You're a, a liar and you're B a psycho. You don't like the Iranian Hitler. You don't like it at all because you'd be executed within 30 days if you lived there. They'd consider you a, a renegade and a threat to the government, Brian. You know that. If I say something? No, you can't. How do you like that? You could say nothing. In fact, I don't even want you to listen to my show ever again. How's that? Because just by listening to my show, you pollute it and, and bring down the IQ of the audience. Take a walk and don't ever do anything except goggle with Rogaine. Then you'll grow some hair on your larynx, and I won't have to listen to you talk again. KNEW, Derek, you're on the Savage Nation. Uncle Mike, how you doing? Thank, uh, um, uh, you're off the air. That's it. I don't care if you love me or not. You ask me how I'm doing, you're off the air. The rules are going back to what I originally did on the radio. No more how you're doing, ever. Don't ask me how I'm doing. I'm not an empty suit with an empty golf bag. I don't need you to tell me you love me. Ever. And don't ask me how I'm doing. You don't know me. Savage. Florida Connie, you're on the Savage Nation. Go ahead, please. Uh, good evening, Michael. How are you? Are you there? I don't answer how I'm me. You don't know me. Don't ask me that. What's on your mind, please? Well, my my comment is, is I hear you rambling on about... I am not rambling. I do not ramble. I give discourses. Perhaps you are used to people who ramble. Do not confuse me with one of those. You and other media people forget how all the good things that that man did. 
Really? Now, what are the good things he did? I guess he provided giraffes for the boys he was playing with? Oh, no. He ended up providing a lot of money to people overseas. He ended up providing education for people that wanted to go to college. He ended up providing money. That's very nice. But does that elevate him to the level of a national shrine? And... Wait a minute, Connie, if you're not receiving, we're going to end the conversation. I did not say he was an evil man. I did not say he was a bad man. I said that the worship is disproportionate to the achievement. Do you understand that? Or is that too unrambling for you? Well, how he ended up, what he did is he brought a lot of people together. You, you didn't hear a word I said, did you? Your ears are clogged with stupidity. No. Did you hear what I just said? Will you please rank the man in terms of his greatness? Where would you rank him? Equal to George Washington or, or higher than George Washington? I own an education and I own a business. You're I ask you a question and you're not answering it. You're shooting your mouth off. I am not the husband who, who you drove away from you, Connie. So listen again. I asked you to rank Michael Jackson with regard to other American icons. Please do so. Well, I don't believe the media made him what he is. You didn't answer me. Apparently, you're too rambling inside your head to even follow a question. I said rank him with regard to other American icons. I would say he ranks, he ranks in the middle. In the middle? Who would be at the top of the rank? Who would be in the top of the rank? John F. Kennedy. Why would JFK be at the top? Why would he be at the top? Because he is at the top. The other one is... Prince wait, wait, what do you mean he's at the top? I asked you, why do you put JFK at the top of the rank of iconic Americans? Why him? Why him? Because he was the president of the United States, and he ended up dying for our country. So because he took a bullet, that made him a great man? I believe that he was a great man. Uh -huh. And what did he do as a president that you would consider great? that Roosevelt was a great man. Again, he you're not answering the question, so I'll repeat it. What did JFK achieve or accomplish as a president that would rank him as a great man? What's the matter, Connie? Cat got your tongue? Uh, logic apparently threatens the disorder between your ears. The rambling thoughts that bounce from the left to the right of your brain are suddenly challenged by a logical question for which there is no answer uh, because your brain is disordered. I'll be right back. In Florida, Robin, you're up on the Savage Nation. Go ahead, please. Um, I, I agree with Reverend Wright. Um, I'm a Jew. Um, I'm wait, wait. What is the connection between hating America and being Jewish? Is there something I'm missing here? Uh, no, but, um, okay, first of all, God's the only judge. Uh, Reverend Wright, when he, everything that America is founded on is Christianity, from Thanksgiving to Christmas to... Mm -hmm. And what should it be founded upon? Uh, uh, paganism? Uh, no, I think it should be founded upon the Old Testament and the truth. I mean, the, uh, everything that... Wait, wait, you know, you're all over the map. It sounds like you're a mentally disturbed individual. You said you agree with Reverend Wright and you're a Jew. What, what do the two statements have to do with each other? Okay, let's cut a tree down and celebrate Christmas. What's up with that? Excuse me? What's up with what you just said? That's yeah. evil, cutting a tree down? Uh, are you standing on a wooden floor? Let's kill a tree and celebrate life. I asked you, are you standing on a wooden floor? Um, no, I'm... Uh, uh, no, I'm actually on my bed. You're on your bed. What, are you disabled? No, I'm, I'm not a bit disabled. 
Uh-huh. Do you live on a government check of some kind in the, from evil America? I've never taken anything from anybody. Well, uh, what is it that makes you hate the country? Tell me what it is you hate. You hate Christians? Is that it? No, I hate I hate the government. I hate so you you hate you're a Christophobe. In other words, you hate Christians. You said you don't like the fact that the country's founded on Christianity. You said that. I hate the fact that we go to other countries and tell them that there's something to believe in. People don't believe in things they can't see. Then why do they believe in God? There's there's controversy. The New Testament. So you believe in Reverend Wright because you're mentally deranged and unstable. That's what you just proven. You nothing that you've said makes sense. Incidentally, lady. You're a very, very emotionally unstable individual, and everything you're saying is disconnected from... Each thing you say is disconnected from the thing before it. But what is amazing to me is you don't realize you're fostering anti-Semitism when you say, I believe in Reverend Wright who says he hates America and I'm a Jew. What does your Jewishness have to do with hating America? Can you explain that to me? No, I'm a converted Jew, and hating America, like I told you, their foundation. Uh, wait, 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 now, now you, what do you mean? You're converted from what to whom? Calm. You're going to be... Uh, Robin, you're converted from what to what? I'm just saying that America... No, no, answer my question. You're converted from what to what? I converted from a Baptist to a Jew. And so now I you speak for Jews? I gave things up. I quit walking in sin. If I knew something... I'm saying so now, now you speak for Jews by hating America? Is that how you think you speak for Jews? don't hate anything. I disagree with America. I disagree with how you can get insurance on anybody without them even knowing. That, that's oh, you're crazy. Okay, lady, have a nice day. Really, this is Creedmoor material. Wow. Whew, I'm exhausted. I'm going I'm to switch. You know, I need a Schwitz bath after this one. I need to go right into a, to a Schwitz bath. Whew. I don't know how psychiatrists do it. You know, the, the more I listen to crazy people, I really don't know how someone does psychiatry. You got to go nuts after eight of those a day. I remember when I was a kid trying to figure out what to do. The doctor, you know, was an authority figure. He came into the house to treat my father. He had a heart attack. He's a nice young guy. And he said, well, what do you want to be? I said, oh, I think I want to be a psychiatrist. He said to me, why in the heck would you want to sit and He sat down with me. He said, why would you want to listen to people's troubles? Don't you realize that it's going to make you very unhappy? That was when I gave up psychiatry. I was still in high school. I do it anyway. Now I'm a psychiatrist for the nation. It's even worse. Michael Savage, a host like no other. Shane in Gainesville, Florida, you're up on the Savage Nation. Go ahead, please. I've been listening to your show for about a year now, off and on, and I don't think I've ever heard you make a point or, or raise an issue that you don't want to see more government involvement in. For instance, we were talking about uh, telling government, regulating what language we speak, or regulating marriage, or a few months back, regulating the price of gas, or regulating trade. How is it that those positions that you consider conservative positions? Okay, well, would you rather have the ACLU regulate those issues, or the duly elected representatives called government? Uh, See, right now, those issues are being regulated by an unelected body of gangster lawyers. The ACLU and like-minded organizations are regulating the fact that we are not speaking English as the official language, they're preventing it. The ACLU is preventing us from closing the border. The ACLU is preventing us from cracking down on mock marriage. I'd rather have elected representatives regulate these things than unelected people. But these are very personal issues. Why should anyone be regulating them? I mean, it, getting your tongue pierced. Personal issues? A personal issue is a national language is a personal issue? Who I decide to marry is a, is a personal issue. Wait a minute, do you want to talk about... 
you, you brought up several issues. I know where you're coming from because obviously you're pushing the homosexual agenda and you're entitled to do it, but you, you brought up other issues as well. So let's start with the issue of the official language of America. What is the problem with having English as the official language? I just I don't see a reason for it. I don't see a need to have an official language. You let people speak what language they want to speak, and if they speak Spanish... So you prefer a Tower of Babel? I, I prefer a, a libertarian society. I prefer some freedom. A libertarian society? What does that mean? Uh, that means that people... A Rabelaisian society of do-as-you-will will wind up like a bunch of running dogs. I, you happen to like dogs, don't you? Yeah, but I don't like running dogs in the form of human beings. I, no, I agree with that. But again, if people make bad choices, they have to suffer the consequences. If I choose only to speak Spanish and not English, economically, I'm not going to get ahead in this country. Why do government officials think that we have to pander to illegal aliens and speak a language that's foreign to the United States of America? Where did it evolve that we have to pander to illegal aliens who broke through our, our borders? Where did that evolve? Don't you think it's insane to have ballots in five or six or ten languages? I, I, I don't know that we need to have ballots in five or six or ten languages. What I'm talking about is making English an official language. Is that, I mean, are you saying you want people only to speak English? Or my friend, my friend, a common language is the common glue of a nation. Whether it be how Italy became a great nation, when the many languages of Italy were transformed into what we know as modern Italian, it became a great nation. Great nations are formed through a common language. Nations are disintegrated through many languages. That's, that's just a historic fact. That's my opinion. Let's go on to the next issue, please. Let's talk about the regulation of trade. That goes back a few months, but I know I just heard a commercial of yours that was talking about uh, regulating uh, outsourcing, regulating you know, that, that free trade isn't really good for the country. How is that a conservative issue? So you think that it's good to uh, export jobs? I think that it is good to allow the most efficient possible solution to, to come to the market. I, I okay, hold on, hold on. You just made an interesting statement. The most efficient solution to come to the market. That would be either child labor or slave labor. You see, this is the lie, the big lie of the big Republican, big government mentality, which is that you let the free market determine everything. Ultimately, we will have child labor again, and then slave labor, because ultimately you can get people to work for 10 cents an hour uh, if you give them no option. And then we're going to have a total meltdown of our, of our worker benefits. So you can't believe in child labor or slave labor. I, I can't believe you'd, you'd want that. No, I don't. And, and I would not buy anything that was made with child labor or slave Well, labor. but you have no, no way to know what was made by whom. It's too complicated with the myriad of products that we have. The issue is we need some government regulation. Let's look at the highway. You're not arguing that we shouldn't have red lights, yellow lights, and green lights, are you? No, no, I, I, we, should, we definitely will have rules regardless of whether there's government. But that's so we need some regulation. The question is how much regulation and for what? So I think that the issue of outsourcing is a very important issue, and I believe the government must step in and prevent corporations from exporting jobs because they can get cheaper labor overseas. Ultimately, you're melting down the workforce of America. Well, one point on that, though, Michael, it seems that no one realizes that there, there is, if I'm spending $10 less, let's say, on a T-shirt that's made overseas, that's $10 more that I have to spend on something else here to stimulate our economy. Furthermore, that's one person that is, instead of having someone that's overpaid to make a T-shirt here, that person's labor can then be used to, to, to better use in another field. Well, and, but and that, that, free market, that free market thinking will ultimately lead to uh, uh, anarchy, as it has already. Right now in China, the Chinese are finally trying to impose some kind of workforce control, meaning benefits for the workers. Less pollution, minimum wage. 
You know who's blocking it? American and other foreign corporations do not want Chinese workers to have even a modicum of benefits. You can't argue that that's good for the human race. No, that doesn't surprise me at all, but that's not free trade either. When, when corporations get involved in government decisions, regardless of whose government, that's, that's not free trade. That's mercantile. They're trying to prevent the government from extending any benefits to Chinese workers because the pirates who run most corporations are focused solely on the bottom line. They have no conscience. And it's up to we, the people, through our duly elected representatives, to impose a conscience on corporate pirates. And I think we do that best through our economic vote, not through our, our legislation. Well, we disagree on that. Next case. Let's go to your next point. Okay. Uh, how about uh, regulating the price of gas? Regulating the price of gas. Well, gas has just come down in price, so I don't think that uh, it's almost a moot point. We don't need to talk about that one. Oh, hold on. Let, let's talk about that right now. In the state of California, there's a proposition on the ballot that would impose rapacious taxes on oil refineries here in California. Terrible idea. It's an idea that will destroy the refinery business in the state of California. I certainly am opposed to that. Where do you stand on that? I mean, I'd like to see us not tax anybody, but that's, you know, I, I'm not sure that's a real solution, but, but you mean... You mean well, wait a minute, over- you just went from one side to the other. You just said you're against any kind of government regulation, but here suddenly you sound like you're attracted to the idea of taxing oil companies. Why would well, that be? No, not at all, not at all. I just, I, I don't think I understood what your point was there. That's honestly what I was trying all right, to get. All right, next, so let's go on to the next issue, since we're having such a wonderful time in disagreeing here. We covered language, we covered marriage, we covered outsourcing, we covered trade. Uh, did we cover marriage? I mean, I really don't think no, we No, we did not get to the issue that really made you call the show, so go ahead and have your point. Go ahead and make it. No, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not advocating for gay rights. I'm advocating for equal rights for everybody. I don't think that the government... Forget, forget the whole gay issue. I don't think government should be able to tell me who I can and cannot marry. I don't. That's I don't, ludicrous. Absolutely ludicrous. Should the government be able to say to you that you can't sleep with a dog? I don't, I'm not talking about sleeping with, I'm talking about getting married to. Should the government be able to say you can't have sex with a cow? Uh, I, I, I would hope no one would want there to. There are people who would have sex with animals and do have sex with animals because the laws have been watered down and they're no longer really vice squads. So we all agree that common decency and sanity would impose restrictions on having sex with animals. I think you'd have to agree with that, wouldn't you? Okay, but again, we're not talking about sex, we're talking about marriage, because... Again, well, wait a minute, but I, at least give me that point. I mean, do you agree with that or don't you? Absolutely, I agree with that point. Sure, I definitely... So you agree that there are human beings that were so debased that without any kind of government input or controls, they would wind up having sex with cows and horses and dogs, as many people do in Seattle. Now we come to the issue of marriage, which is intimately tied up with sex, as you well know. Why I am opposed to homosexual marriage is very simple. Marriage is already in trouble. To mock marriage by creating false marriage against all the laws of nature and all the laws of history would further debase a great institution that is the core of all societies, which is the bedrock called the family. I agree with you completely that marriage is in trouble. I think that it's lost a lot of its sacred meaning. I think it's lost a lot of meaning in the fact that we can get $100 divorces these days. But I think what's making it lose its sacred meaning is the fact that it's not a sacred institution anymore. It's a government institution. I have to go get approval to get married to a woman that I love. I have to go apply for a license, and they can say no. But wait, when I was young in New York City and I applied for a marriage license, do you know that I first had to take a Wasserman test for syphilis? Are you aware of that? And didn't that make good sense to make sure that two syphilitics or one syphilitic was not marrying uh, a healthy person? Wouldn't that make sense? Isn't there some need for some kind of governmental regulation? 
Uh, no, I don't think the government needs to regulate something like that. So, so in other words, you're for two syphilitics getting married and producing idiots, brain-damaged idiots. I would hope that they would have the sense not to. You they know. don't have the sense. Don't you understand that there are people who have no sense? There are also people who are moral degenerates, who have no concept of what responsibility means, and that they need to be regulated and controlled by some form. And in, that, in this case, it's by our duly elected representatives. You can't argue against government control or government input over everything in society and call that conservatism or libertarianism. What you're arguing for, really, is social anarchy. Well, that that may very well be. I like to call it libertarianism, but my point is that there. I, I you're an intelligent person, but ultimately you're you're really arguing for social anarchy, not for libertarianism. I've enjoyed this very much, my friend. I hope you keep listening to the show. Well, thank you very much for listening to today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it and learned something from it. We have about 400 other episodes available for you to listen to absolutely free. You can go back into our vast library of podcasts and listen to any one of them at any time. And remember this, if you want to listen to my podcast ad-free, sign up for the Savage Premium Membership and get access to ad-free podcasts as well as some premium content from our Savage Archives. How do you sign up for those ad-free podcasts? Please visit michaelsavage.com for a link. Again, thank you for your listenership. This is Michael Savage.